Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self Podcast. So excited to have you back. Since we last chatted, I turned 30 years old and I thought that we could spend today's episode talking about the biggest takeaways and lessons that I've learned and what I'm really taking into my 30s. And I realize that 30 is still very young, especially for a lot of people who probably listen to my podcast and clients of mine. They kind of laugh whenever they realize how young I am truly because 30 is pretty young but I've lived a lot of life in my 30 years and I feel like I've always been an old soul I was raised with my grandparents I grew up really fast because of circumstances beyond my control as a kid and then with coaching I was able to take all of my turmoil and my trauma and all of my hardship and really have it work for me And so I want to encourage you that no matter how old or young you are listening to this podcast, whether you are in your 20s just trying to figure out who the heck you are, been there, done that, I understand, or you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, beyond, and you're still trying to learn a lot of these things, it's okay. It's never too late. Don't beat yourself up. And I'm excited to share with you the things that I have learned and what I'm taking in to my 30s, another decade. So the first thing that I want to share with you is really ask yourself how you're showing up in the world. How do you take care of yourself? Are you honoring who you are? Are you even working to discover who you are? I mentioned this a few episodes back, but On average, if you do not work on changing your mindset or working on self-improvement, by the time you reach age 35, it becomes that much harder because your brain is almost hardwired to want to stay that way forever. So that means if you haven't worked on previous traumas or cycles that you you know, wanted to break but you never ended up learning how to break them, doesn't mean it's impossible for you to change who you are, but it means that it'll be a little bit more work and you're gonna have to be more intentional. So it'll be easier for your mind to basically let you Um, get away with everything, right? Stay in your comfort zone. So I really want to encourage you, and this is even a message to myself as I share all of this, to constantly check in with yourself about how you're showing up in the world. Are you showing up in the version of you that is comfortable and wants things to change but kind of mopes around and you're like, I don't think it ever will and it'll be too hard? Or are you showing up as your highest self saying, you know, I know that there is this version of me that exists or I want to become this kind of person and are you actually showing up that way? And to show up that way, it means saying yes to yourself, really demonstrating self-love, getting rid of the guilt and the shame around saying yes to yourself. One of the hardest things, especially for women, is putting themselves first and not having a bunch of negative stories around it. It's very normal that we take care of everybody else and we make sure that everybody else comes first. 
And I want to encourage you to look at the fact that you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't give that of what you do not have. Only whenever you're fully taken care of are you able to really help people at your fullest capacity, to love at your fullest capacity. So that is number one. How are you showing up for yourself? How can you show up even better? Okay, the second thing that I want to encourage you to do is make sure you have a vision for your life. I stress this to my clients so much. Go back, listen to the five-year vision plan. Please make a dream board. Please plan out what you want your life to look like. Be intentional. That is so important. The world is truly your oyster. You can create anything and everything that you want, whether that is something simple like I want to increase um, my cash flow, right? Or I want to feel fulfilled in my career. I want to go back to school. I want to have a better relationship with um, some relatives. I want to be closer and communicate better with my husband. I don't want to scream my head off when I'm mad at my kids. I want to be able to be more self-aware. Whatever your goals are, please write them down and be very clear because you're always creating. Your thoughts are always, always, whether it's subconscious or conscious, are always creating what you will experience in your life. And it it compiles. So whatever you're subconsciously thinking about now is going to be creating what you experience in the future. So the more intentional you are now, the better opportunity you have to create exactly what you want. And rather than feeling like life is happening to you, life can happen for you and it is always happening for you. Okay? Really befriend your highest self. Your highest self is the version of you that you know is deep inside. Another way I like to think about it is when I'm around people that I admire and I think, gosh, I wish I had that quality or I wish that I could be that way or be that charismatic or be that brave or, you know, show up and not freak out when I have to public speak or be that great of a coach, right, who's maybe been coaching like 25 years longer than I have, but be like, oh my gosh, that's what I want to be. Whenever I find those people in my life that inspire me, I always remember that I have the potential to do that myself and show up really big for myself and becoming friends with my highest self way before I'm ready is what allows me to ultimately become that version of myself. So, you know, if you are acting and thinking and feeling into your highest self way before you're ready, you will one day look back and you will realize you've become your highest self without even realizing it. It'll only be in hindsight where you've realized how much you've grown and that can happen in a very little time if you, you know, work on it every single day. It's so important. Another lesson that I've learned is really master how you talk to yourself. I think we've had a podcast episode about this, but the importance of I am statements. This is huge, you guys. What are you saying about yourself? Are you saying I am ugly, I'm fat, I'm worthless, I'm disgusting, I'm stupid, I'm not that smart, I'm you know unworthy, I'm this, I'm that. Are you talking to yourself like that? 
or are you talking to yourself in a way that is empowering? I am strong. I am beautiful. I am exactly where I need to be. I am abundant. I am grateful. Those statements are so powerful. And remember that all of those I am statements are ultimately your beliefs, your beliefs about yourself. And what you believe about yourself is very important because your beliefs are thoughts. And your thoughts are what create the emotion. So if you have thoughts that create negative emotion, it's going to end up creating results that you don't love. So the first step in really overcoming that is getting clear on what thoughts you're having in the first place and then getting curious as to why you even believe that's true. Question it and turn it into a belief that you can get behind that's actually going to serve you. My next tip is always manage your mind. I think that that is obviously... Uh, obvious if you're listening to this podcast. It's all about your mindset and becoming your highest self. And in order to do that, you have to have a lot of self-awareness around your mind. So always, always check in with where your mind's at. Then what I want you to remember and what I want myself to remember is to really be aware of when my ego comes out to play. Our ego coming out to play is ultimately what keeps us from learning and growing. And the ego's purpose is ultimately there to try to keep us safe. A lot of times it comes out with our inner adolescent and um, it's the piece of us that often shuts down when we feel misunderstood or unheard or we want to be right. And while our ego definitely tries to protect us it often keeps us from greatness so um, always be a student always be eager to learn be curious we talked about that last episode of really being in curious energy that means the ego is not involved and really question why you even feel maybe the need to be right if you're constantly arguing in your life or constantly um, feeling judgmental towards other people check the ego. It's really big work and if you need help with it of course you can always reach out and we can coach on it. My next piece of advice and something I've learned in my 30s is how to have better relationships with people even people I never thought I could have a better relationship with and ultimately what that comes down to is the amount of forgiveness that I'm willing to do and also understanding my energy, my masculine versus feminine energy. Um, I believe I have podcast episodes on that as well. And if you need more insight and want to explore that more, again, that's something that we can do together through coaching. Please check your mind for self-sabotaging thoughts and behavior. (laughs) Where are you avoiding the work? Where are you talking down to yourself and self-sabotaging? Where do you get in the way of your own greatness? Really look into that. How many times have you talked yourself out of something you wanted to do because you felt afraid or you felt like you weren't going to be good enough? How many times have you felt like you've let yourself down 
knowing good and well you probably could have been amazing or it wouldn't have been so bad to try and fail but instead your mind won your mind won the battle okay so something to keep in mind the next thing i've learned to do myself and that i would encourage you to do is practice a lot of self love and What this can look like is a little bit of self-care, right? Making sure your cup is full, doing the things that make you feel fulfilled. That could be spending some time alone, being intentional about that if you're a parent um, and, you know, you also maybe have a significant other. I realize that you're probably thinking, I don't have time. I don't have time to take care of myself. I don't have time to take care of anybody, you know, but my kids but you have to make that time to show yourself love. So how are you taking care of you? How are you making sure you're good? Something that I share with my clients a lot in the old cartoons like Looney Tunes and um, there's a few others, you'll often see a little TNT bomb, right? And attached to the little TNT is a rope. And the way that I explain self-love and self-care to my clients is I tell them that the more self-love and self-care that they're doing with intention, the longer that rope is. Which means that when a circumstance happens in your life and that end of the rope is lit on fire, okay, the amount of basically patience and what you're able to bring to the table is much better the more rope that you have, okay? So if you're not taking care of yourself, that rope is going to be a lot shorter, which means that you're going to explode and not feel like yourself and not respond the way you want to because you didn't allow yourself enough slack to be able to respond the way that you feel proud of. So the more that you're working ahead of the curve and taking care of yourself and practicing self-love and self-care, reading, showing up for coaching, doing something for you, like um, taking quiet time, take a longer shower, take a bubble bath, you know, light candles, do what makes you feel good, dance, you know, um, plan some time for yourself. Whatever that is, every time you do that, you extend the length of your rope, which means you're going to have a much better capacity to handle all of the curveballs that life throws your way before you explode, okay? You don't even ever have to really explode if you're fully taken care of. So if you are exploding in your life and you're feeling overexhausted, ask yourself, am I really pouring into my own self-love and care? Once I learned to do that, I was able to really increased my emotional intelligence. I was able to pour into people more easily and I didn't feel as burnt out or exhausted helping other people. So that is a huge lesson that I've learned in my short 30 years of life and I hope that that helps you as too. I hope that that helps you too. I don't even know how that last sentence just sounded. I'm getting tired. (laughs) Okay, the next thing is make sure you feel your feelings. Are you buffering? Still to this day, after almost 100 episodes, buffering was like my number three episode on the podcast and it is still the most downloaded listened to episode that exists on Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. And I'm not surprised because when I learned about buffering and really implemented the work around this, that is when my life completely changed. So for the past five years, I have really 
been mindful of when I am functioning on autopilot, distracting myself, and not allowing myself to feel my feelings. It may sound silly and stupid, but you being able to feel your feelings is a part of emotional adulthood. It is a part of emotional maturity. We oftentimes want to run from our feelings because we do not like the way negative feelings feel. We think that negative feelings are a bad thing. We think if we feel negative, something is wrong with us. That is not the case. So when we have a negative emotion pop up, also what happens a lot of times is we get a secondary emotion of anxiety. So then we distract ourselves. We watch a lot of Netflix or we drink a lot of wine or, you know, we spend ample amount of time on social media more than necessary. We maybe spend way longer at the gym than is productive or we're oversleeping, we're overeating, um, over drinking, like we're doing a lot of things to distract ourselves. So I want to encourage you that one of the most powerful things that you can do is learn how to feel your feelings. And again, if you need an episode on that, that is the buffering episode. Are you guilty of buffering? Probably around episode three or four. Okay, the next thing is really learn how to make decisions from a powerful place. You simply get to decide what your life looks like. You get to decide at any given point what you want to be different, what you want to change. That power is always in your hands. If you are feeling miserable right now in your life, you have the power to change it, right? It's one of those choose your hard situations. It doesn't mean that making the decision is going to be easy, but I promise you from lived experience, it will be worth it. And the last thing that I want to share with you is focus on your beliefs about yourself and always practice believing the absolute best about yourself. It's really um, just not even worth our time to believe things that are not serving us, but it's such a part of the human experience We carry on beliefs from our childhood in those first seven years of life. The things that we learned and heard from our caregivers, our parents, our upbringing become ingrained in us and they become subconsciously rooted. So if you weren't always in a supportive environment where you were bullied um, or, you know, you had childhood trauma Um, or your parents just were dealing with their own trauma and weren't, you know, did their best, but maybe didn't pour a whole lot of love and encouragement into you. And you find that now as an adult, maybe you're experiencing more negativity or, or, um, guilt or shame, or you're afraid to show up as yourself or you, you're an avid people pleaser, right? Um, however it is that you're showing up, just know All of that is just wrapped up in what your current beliefs are and your belief system about the world and about yourself and you can shift it and you can change it. And I hope that by listening to Becoming Your Highest Self podcast, you feel very empowered to do so and that this free resource really helps you change your life around. And of course, if you ever want additional support, I am happy and it's a privilege to be able to serve you in that way. 
You can visit MacyRenee.com at any time. Sign up for a free 60-minute consult and also pursue coaching if it feels right. So these are the lessons that I have learned in my short 30 years. I hope that they're helpful to you no matter how old or young you are. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. Have an amazing week, you guys.